What's up, Overcomers? I hope you're doing well. It's kind of a crazy time. I hope you have all your Clorox wipes and bathing in Perel. And to whoever the person is that bought all the toilet paper at the store, I hope you choke on it. But I digress because I'm not a doctor. And if you are quarantined to the house and you can't go to work and you're around your computer or your iPhone for Monday the 16th at 6 p.m. I'm going to be doing a Instagram Live and TikTok Live to do the final 30-day challenge. It's going to be a minimum of 15 minutes and 30 seconds. And Because today is day 29, tomorrow will be day 30. I just finished my 29th day of my ice bath challenge, 15 minutes. And tomorrow will be the completion, day 30, of my 30 days of ice challenge. And so I want to just give you a quick little recap on some things that I've learned through these last 30 days. And what I realized is that no matter what you're trying to do or trying to accomplish, it goes through these weird cycles, these weird like ups and downs, ups and downs. And I've noticed the same exact cycle and some other things that I've done these last 30 days, probably because I'm a little bit more aware of it going through this challenge, but I want to kind of just give you a quick recap because as I'm going through this, I want you to, most of you will never ever do a ice challenge, nor am I recommending it. There are some big benefits to it, both psychologically, mentally, physically, uh, cold showers, but use this ice bath when I'm talking about it or these lessons as a euphemism or an analogy or a synonym to whatever you're currently wanting to do or currently trying to do or or thinking about doing because no matter what you want to do I'm convinced that it goes through these same cycles and I'll kind of go over just briefly some of these learnings and some other things that it kind of bled into some other areas of my life so just to kind of recap I set out to do this 30-day ice bath challenge where I got this big, huge metal steel tub from Home Depot, filled it with water, filled it with ice. And I wanted to start at one minute in there and do every single day and increase the time until I got to 10 minutes. And that was my whole goal. The reason why I kept it out at 10 minutes was because I started to do some research and all the science said, you know, don't exceed 10 minutes. But then once I got to that 10 minute mark, which I'll talk about in a minute, I started to watch documentaries with other people. Wim Hof, you know, the world record is an hour and 52 minutes in ice. So I was like, hey, if they can do it, I can kind of push myself to do this a little bit further. So one of the other reasons why I started to do this is originally I was doing this in conjunction with a race that I was going to do. It was called the Toughest Mudder. And this race was a 12-hour long race. It started at 8 p.m. and was going to go till 8 a.m. And it's a five-mile course with 13 obstacles. And you jump in and out of water and there's mud. And so I knew I was going to be cold. But I also knew that I needed some mental fortitude. Having done a marathon before, I knew the mental battles that you'd have to go through. And I had a must-have of six laps during that race, which six times five miles would be 30 miles because that would beat my marathon time. But then I wanted to do an homage to one of my heroes who just recently passed away, Kobe Bryant, and do eight laps for his number eight. And so that would be 40 miles. And I knew 
if I was going to get to 40 miles, I needed to have some mental toughness, but I also need to get used to the cold. So that's kind of the reason why I started this. And also, I really wanted to do something that I didn't think I could actually do because I really don't care for the cold very much. I'd rather kind of be hot and be in summer than I'd rather be at the beach than in the mountains. But I wanted to do something that I didn't think I could do because I knew that would increase my discipline and my mental toughness. So I started out, started off and just like every single thing, when you go to try to do something, when you want to try to get in shape or when you want to try to do whatever you're doing, whatever you're thinking in your mind right now that you want to accomplish, the first day or the first few days are always super, super easy. That first day, I got the tub, got the water, got the ice, set the timer, one minute, was in there, got out. I felt freaking fantastic. Oh my God, it was so awesome. The endorphins were going. I couldn't believe I did a minute. It was so, so amazing. I couldn't wait for the next day. Day two came. I was super excited. Went there, did the ice, put the water in, minute and a half, minute 30 seconds. Got in there, minute 30, hit the timer, got out. Oh my God, I felt amazing. I felt like I just climbed a mountain. I felt like I just just accomplished something, something really, really big. Day two or day three, still still excited, put the ice in there, two minutes. I was like, oh my gosh, two minutes, that's kind of crazy. And then got to three minutes and I've done cryotherapy before. And so I've done that for usually about three minutes, but that's a dry cold and this is a wet cold, which is way, way tougher by the way. But did three minutes and then the next day, three and a half, so on and so forth. And then about day seven or eight, so you're right around four or five minutes, I think, I started to go, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I doing this? I don't want to do this anymore. And the odd thing was is that it wasn't really the act of getting into the cold. It wasn't like, oh my God, this is going to be so cold. I don't want to do it. It was the preparation in doing it. It was the fact that I had to make the mental shift. I had to get off work. I had to go get the ice. I had to go do all of those things to prepare to do the event, prepare to do the ice challenge. And I think that's something that I learned too, is that what I would have to do when I didn't want to do it, I'd have to force myself to do it immediately. And I'd have to force myself to go to the store, get the ice before I went home. Cause if I went home and sat on the couch, I was, I was, I knew I was done. I knew I was, was done. I didn't want to do it anymore. And so that was another lesson that I had to, had to learn. Oh, another lesson that I learned in the beginning, one of the things that I think pushed me through that kind of day seven, day eight, when I didn't want to, is that this whole ice challenge was for me. I wasn't doing it for anybody else or anything. I was doing it for me. I just wanted to hopefully share my story. And if it happened to inspire somebody else to do something, whether it be an ice challenge or whether it be get up and go to the gym, then so be it. And what a great benefit for me, because that's one of my big missions in life. I just want to help as many people as humanly possible, overcome these mental battles that we all have. And so like I said, day seven, day eight, I really, really did not want to want to do it. I just really did not want to do it, but because I put it out into the universe and I knew other people were watching, I think that was a real 
key as to why why I kept going through it. Not that anybody would ever like text me or DM me like, ah, you failed or anything. But the fact that I knew somebody was watching, I think pushed me through that. And that was a real big learning for me because I never wanted to put my myself out there and have people look at me or watch me or anything like that. And I'm not saying you have to do that, but with your close friends, people that, that you know love you and people that know care about you and only want the best for you, if you're going to try to do something, after you really made the declaration with yourself, tell your spirit of influence, tell you the people around you, because it's going to hold you accountable. Whether they are watching you or not, the sheer fact that there could be somebody watching you, I think will push you through those those barriers. So got through day seven, day eight, and then around day 11 or 12, I was still doing a lot of training, a lot of running, getting ready for this race. And I was like, I'm going to go, I need to do something else big. I need to do something else a little bit strenuous, a little need to up my, uh, up my game. And actually one of the reasons why is that I had a podcast and you can go back and listen to it with Ryan Atkins, who actually is a multiple world record holder. And actually in that event, he did 10 laps. So he did 50 miles. And I was talking to him on the podcast and I was talking to him and I was like, Hey, what's your training regimen like? And you know, what are your big days or what are you doing? And you know, how many miles are you running? And he goes, tell me, Oh, I do about 10 to 30 miles a day. And I'm like, Oh boy, I'm not doing that much. And he goes, one day, what I do is I wake up at about 4 a.m., 5 a.m., and I just go out and just run. And I go, how long are you going for? And he goes, oh, I don't put a timer on. I just put for hours. And I go, what do you mean put for hours? I go, oh, I either go out for 8 or 10 hours or sometimes 12 hours, and I just go and I run until it's, the timer goes off or until it hits 8, 10 hours, 12 hours. And I was like, oh, shit, I got to start leveling up my game. And so that's another big key learning is that get around other people because just me talking to him and me hearing what he does, it made me want to do more. Now, I'm not in competition with him. He would smoke me in any sort of event like that, obstacle race, without you know batting an eye or he'd probably do with one leg behind, tied behind his back. But talking to somebody like that and hearing what they do or what they did made me rise, made me want to level up. And that's another thing that I'm trying to do with this podcast is get people in front of you or or on this podcast. And when you listen to them, hopefully it's going to, you'll have some takeaways on how to overcome the mental battles in which they did, but also hopefully it will help you level up your game. And so I wanted to level up. And so I wanted to go climb Mount Baldy. It's a local mountain close to where I live in the LA area. It's not super, super gnarly, super strenuous. It's it's um if you look it up on online or whatever is classified as as difficult i have done it twice before and had some um interesting experiences to say the least but i had done it before but i just want to go out and do it myself and just kind of have a real strenuous day and so just like this ice bath challenge i'm driving there it's 4:30 in the morning i'm super psyched i got all my stuff packed got my nutrition got all my my goose Got all my gear, get ready to uh, drive there. 4.30, 5.30, it's about an hour and a half away, like I said. And I'm super excited, super pumped. And I get to the mountain, to the base of the mountain. I park and there's nobody around. There's not a soul. And then all of a sudden, it's kind of like that day seven, day eight. And I didn't tell anybody I was doing this. I just, except my wife. And 
it was just the exact same mental block that happened at day seven, day eight with this ice challenge happened right then. I was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? I don't want to do this. What if I get lost? You know, how much snow is going to be up there? This was earlier in February. You know, I don't really want to do this. And so I literally got into my car and started to drive back down the mountain. Well, the thing is, I wasn't really sure where to park. I couldn't really remember because it's been quite a few years since I did it last. And then it just so happened to right as I was about to like get on the road to leave the mountain, I saw some people get out with some hiking gear. So I pulled over real quick. And then I asked them, I was like, hey, you guys hiking up to the top? And they go, yeah, we're, we're going to do it. I was like, okay, cool. And I didn't hike with them, but kind of like let them go, got my gear together, put my headphones on. And I started walking and I was like, okay, cool. Let's do this. Kept going, kept going, kept going. Got maybe 35, 40 minutes in, into it. And I'm like, what am I doing? What if, you know, what if I can't get back? When I was researching online, it said to make sure not to take this turn and make sure to go that way. Otherwise, a lot of people get lost. Literally said, if you see this plane wreckage, you've gone too far, you're lost, you need to turn around and go back up. So started telling myself all these things like, ah, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And I was like, ah, just a little bit further, just a little bit further. And it it really was because of this ice challenge and because I've had these days. At this point in time, it's day 10, day 11, day 12 or something. And I already pushed through that the day seven, day eight of I didn't want to do it. And so I was like, no, this is, I got to keep going, got to keep going. So I was hiking about another hour and a half, got to this uh, place. It's called Top Notch, which is the little, where the chairlifts go up to and have a beer or, or whatever. And sitting there and I'm like, you know what? This is, this is good, good enough. I'll just take the chairlift down. I don't really know which way to go. I don't really know which way to, to continue or anything like that. But I was like, no, just just keep going. If you get to the top, how cool is that going to be to be at the top? And then, you know, you can have a cool Instagram photo, kind of go go through it like that. So flash forward about another hour and a half, I'm on what's called Devil's Backbone, climbing up this mountain in the snow. It's it's howling. There's a bunch of of wind. I really don't know where to go. I'm just kind of on this ridge. And then lo and behold, I keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, and then boom. I get to the top of the mountain, the wind subsides, and I have the whole entire top of this mountain to myself. And I've never been so happy about myself for pushing through. So many times on that on that hike, I just wanted to turn away. I just wanted to go back. I just wanted to stop. I didn't want to continue going. I didn't want to keep keep going. I just, I just didn't, nobody would know. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't put it on Instagram. I wasn't really doing any, anything, but man, I got to that top and I felt so good about myself. And it was because I started this ice challenge. I started doing something consistently and proving to myself that I actually could follow through on something. And man, I was so happy. I spent an hour and a half on the top. I was so happy. I danced by myself just randomly on this top of this mountain. And by the way, I do not dance. I'm a phenomenal dancer. Don't get me wrong, but I do not dance by myself by any stretch of the imagination, but I was so elated and so happy about myself, not in a narcissistic way. I was just so, I just felt so good. And I can't tell you enough that that feeling of being proud of yourself is one of the best feelings on the face of the freaking planet. Anyway, hike back down, 
I had a well-deserved beer and um, in burger at that top-notch place and continued go- going down, went home, and then continued the ice bath the very next day. And so continued the ice bath, day 14, day 15, day 16, and then all of a sudden day 19 hit. And that was my 10-minute goal. And I was doing it by myself. I was doing all these days by myself, but my wife wasn't home. Nobody was around, didn't have any buddies around or anything like that. And I'm sitting there and that timer goes off. And the fact that I accomplished something that I set out to accomplish, I did the exact same thing that I did on top of that mountain. I'm standing in front of my heater. I'm freezing. My hands are numb. My toes are numb, but I'm doing a little dance. I'm screaming out loud. I'm trying to rap to the song that I'm listening to in my headphones, but I don't know the words like we all do in our car. I'm hitting every single note, missing every single lyric, but I was so excited and so happy for myself. But there were so many days. This is day one through 19. I got to be honest, out of those 19 days until I hit that goal of 10 minutes, I had a buddy of mine ask me, how many days did you want to actually do it? And I got to be honest, it was maybe, maybe four days, maybe But man, was that day 19, was that goal so much, so worth it, so freaking worth it. And then it's so funny, but I was so happy. And then the very next day, day 20, I'm doing 10 minutes, 30 seconds. I'm super excited again. It's almost like it's day one. And then day 21, day 22, day 24, I don't want to do it at all. And it's so freaking crazy to me that just a few days before, I was on top of the world. I was on top of that mountain and so happy with myself, but I still didn't want to do it. And then all of a sudden, day 28 hit, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm almost to my goal again, to 30 days. And then today, day 29, 15 minutes, I'm freaking excited. I'm on top of the mountain again. I can't wait for tomorrow. I can't wait for the Instagram live. Like I said, if you're around, hit the live live comment, make fun of me, do whatever you want to want to do. Look at my blue, blue lips. Um, don't look down South cause I'm sure everything will be super shoveled up, but that's neither here nor there. But these are the cycles that it, every single thing kind of goes through. And actually another thing happened during these last 30 days is with this podcast. You know, there was a day where I didn't want to do, do the editing. And actually it was to the point where I was in there. I usually do the editing on Sundays, get ready for Monday. And I have a studio and I have a producer, but I just do the editing just to, because I'm a control freak. I don't know. But Sundays is my editing day. And I even told told my wife, I said, fuck it. I don't want to do this. I'm tired. It's late. I got to get up early in the morning. I got to go to work the next day. I'm not fucking doing it. I'll just put out an old episode and just go throwback, you know, like a lot of these other podcasters do. Not that it's wrong. That's just where my mind was at. I said, screw it. Went to bed. And then at about 1.30 in the morning, I woke up and I could not go to sleep. I could not get back to sleep. I got out, out of the bedroom, went to the living room, sitting there and was trying to go back to sleep, was listening to a podcast or a uh, audiobook or whatever, 1.30, 1.45, 2 a.m. And I cannot go to sleep. It is eating at me that I don't have, that I didn't do the editing for the podcast that I wanted to put out, that podcast episode I wanted to put out on Monday. So I literally got up at 2.15 in the morning, drove to the studio, did the intro, came back, edited all the way until about 5.30 in the morning, got in the shower, got ready for work, put out the the episode, 
And I was so freaking happy with myself that I did that. But the only reason why I got up at 2.15 in the morning when I didn't want to do it is because of this ice bath. It's because day in and day out, I'm proving to myself that I do follow through on things. And that's a huge, huge learning. And if you're listening to this, you need to start doing something that you finally follow through. You need to start this proving to your mind and proving to yourself that you are somebody that follows through on things. Now, let me tell you, I did not get to this point here, and I'm not saying I'm a mental um, fortitude giant or, or super mentally tough or by any stretch of the imagination, but I do know is that almost about a year and a half ago, I was trying to build my self-worth literally, literally by putting a quarter from my nightstand to my dresser from my nightstand to my dresser because I just recently trying to come up, come over and overcome a suicide attempt that I had. And I had no self-worth, had no self-belief. And I had, I did not think I could do jack shit at all. So I knew I had to prove to myself that I finally followed through with something. And that started with a little fucking quarter moving it from my nightstand to my dresser, from my nightstand to my dresser for 30 days. And after that 30 days, you've heard it on this podcast before, some other talks that I've done, I felt just like I felt when I was on top of that mountain, just like I felt after I went to the studio at 2.15 a.m., or just like I felt today on day 29 doing 15 minutes of the ice bath. It's after you prove to yourself time and time again that you follow through on things, then you get this feeling of belief. You get this feeling of being proud of yourself, void of ego, void of narcissism. That is the best feeling on the fucking planet. And I pray that you do something for yourself. I pray that you start something and follow through. And so if you're listening to this, I hope this help. I hope you're hearing my, my heart and I hope you start something and actually follow through and it doesn't have to be big it just you just have to start and you just have to keep going day in day out day in day out day in day out improve yourself and you're going to have those day 19s where you hit the 10 minutes you're going to have those days where you're on top of the mountain dancing like a freaking fool. You're going to have those day 29s when you hit 15 minutes. You're going to have those days where you wake up in the middle of the night just because you can't let yourself down, not other people. You can't let yourself down because you told yourself you were going to do something and now you finally do.